and welcome back to the Gubba podcast. I'm Gubba, a first-time homesteader following in the footsteps of my homesteading forebearers. In this podcast, I discuss prepping, homesteading, and everything in between. Today, I want to discuss with you all about goats, what you need to know before getting goats, the basics, and I'm inviting you to come along on my goat adventures as I now have four goats, so I've definitely been dabbling my toes in the goat world. If you follow me on socials, you have seen them and they're so stinking cute. I have four Nigerian dwarf goats that I got for being a dairy herd for milk. People like to talk about chicken math, but for me, it has become goat math. I started with two Nigerian dwarfs, now I'm at four, and it will be six soon because I'm going to be getting a buck and a weather, which is a castrated buck. I'm telling myself that I will stop there, but I love how easy of a livestock animal they are. And for me, in my area at least, they have just been so amazing. So I want to share all of that knowledge I have accumulated. If you are wondering if goats are right for you and what you need to know about getting them. So whether you are considering getting your own goats or simply curious about these remarkable creatures, this episode is for you. So let's get started. What are goats used for? A little bit of background. Goats have been domesticated for thousands of years and have served humans in various ways. They are extremely versatile animals. They provide milk, meat, fiber, and even companionship. Yes, you can have companionship with these cute little animals. Goats are closely related to sheep and cattle. They are known for their incredible agility, curiosity, adaptability, and they are excellent foragers and climbers. And I see all of this, even in my little run that I have them in, they are just all of that. They're agile, they're curious, they're adaptable, and that makes me love them so much more. You can seriously see the curiosity on a goat's face. (laughs) The world is at their hooves and they just want to play and get into trouble. Some people love that and others do not. When it comes to owning goats, there are a few essential factors to consider. First, you need to understand the specific needs and requirements of goats. These animals have unique dietary needs, housing requirements, and health considerations. So let's just break this down step by step so it's easier to understand. So what is a goat's diet? This is one of the most important things that you will need to know if you're going to get goats. Diet and nutrition are a crucial aspect of goat care. Goats are ruminants, meaning they have a four-chamber stomach designed to efficiently digest plant-based materials. So think of like how a cow does things. Their diet primarily consists of roughage such as grass, hay, and browse. It's important to provide them with a balanced diet that includes essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. Additionally, goats require fresh, clean water at all times. This is nothing new. I feel like all of our animals require that. Make sure everybody has clean, fresh water. So if you're thinking of getting goats, plan ahead of time their watering situation. Currently, I have a water feed bucket that I use. One I keep inside their shelter and another out in the run that the chickens use 
use as well. I get them fresh water every morning or night, depending on how dirty it is or if they need more. I found that the goats don't like to drink out of the water that the chickens do, even though it is clean. So goats can be picky. Another thing to note with diet and nutrition is that goats will need minerals. So you have the option between loose mineral or mineral blocks. And I would suggest to do loose mineral because with a mineral block, they will sit there and they will lick, 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 lick that block because they are trying to get what they need. Whereas a loose mineral, they can just go and I've watched my goats do this. They just go and just munch the mineral that they need and then they're good to go. They don't sit there and have to lick a block for forever. I do have a natural salt rock. It's not a block. It's like an actual rock that I have out in the run that they can go and lick, but I have loose mineral from a place called Fertrell. I use the Grazer's Choice with Copper. If you live in a place where you don't have a lot of copper and other things in your soil, you are going to want to supplement this. Sheep cannot have copper, that's toxic to them. So if you have sheep and goats grazing, you will want to consider what kind of mineral you have. So keep that in mind. But I was just using a different kind of loose mineral and then I consulted with a local goat dairy and she said that this goat mineral that I was using, and it was for goats, that it was deficient in a lot of things. And she had helped other people with their herds who had birth defects and they were having deaths because they were not meeting their mineral requirements. And so she put me on this Fertrell amazing mineral with the salt rock. And I can tell the difference between using the other mineral versus this mineral. Their coats are smoother and they just seem to be doing better. I am so so happy that I consulted a local dairy because that could have been disastrous for my herd. Minerals are everything when it comes to their health. I was talking to another person about their goats because their goats had passed away and they said that they were like B deficient and their legs got stiff. So you really have to be on top of it with your goats and their nutrients. So I use this for trail grazers choice with copper and a salt rock. And then I have a quality ration that I use to give them for their feed and they are on pasture. So that is what I have going on. This is going to depend on what you have. Do you have pasture? What kind of feed you want them to be on? So just keep that in mind before you get goats. I am able to rotate them, which is really great and have them browse and clean up areas that I need to be cleaned up. Housing is another vital aspect of goat ownership along with nutrition, providing a secure and comfortable shelter is essential to protect goats from harsh weather conditions and predators. The shelter should have good ventilation, be well-drained, like you don't want them in a swampy area or rain coming through the roof, and have enough space for goats to move around freely. You don't want them super cooped up. Additionally, a secure fence is necessary to prevent escapes and keep predators at bay. I would make sure that moisture is not an issue in your goat shelter. That will diminish their health. If they, they don't like being wet, it can cause health issues and it could just be disastrous for your herd. So that would be my number one thing. You could just have a three-sided enclosure for them and have one area open, but just make sure that it's not wet and water does not get into there easily. You can seriously just do something as simple as a three-sided enclosure. If that's all you have and that's what you wanna make. I even have neighbors who do goats and they have like little 
almost like tent teepees for their goats. So they're only two-sided, but they have a lot of goats and it works. They are tolerable to hot and cold, but water is something they will not tolerate. They're little babies. When it rains, they need to be in. So don't just leave them out. That would be sad and not good for their health. And one downside of goats is that they are susceptible to parasites. This was a big con for me when I was originally looking at dairy animals. I didn't want to deal with treating for parasites and deworming, but I have come to learn it is not as difficult as it seems. You can do fecal smears to get counts of worms or have a veterinarian do it. You can also check their eyelid coloring to see what the load of parasites is. You essentially pull down their eyelid and you want to be or pink. If it is white, you are in the emergency zone and need to treat immediately for parasites. All this information I learned while spending some time with an experienced dairy goat owner, which was so beneficial for me. They showed me how to pull down the eyelids, what colors to look for, and how white is a serious emergency for your goat. So regular monitoring of their body condition, temperature, and overall behavior is essential to catch any potential health issues early. This goat owner used a holistic herb powder for their goat dewormer and that is what I am using as well. So I just found this amazing goat person who has been <laughs> goat person. Oh gosh, I never want to be called a goat person. I mean, I guess it's kind of a compliment, but they showed me about the minerals. They showed me what they were using to feed their goats and they've had herd for over, I believe, 20 to 30 years. So I think that them being able to have this healthy, amazing, beautiful herd, I want to take their advice. And like I said, they were using this holistic herb, herb powder for their goat dewormer, and that is what I am using as well. I didn't want to have to subject my goats to constant pharmaceuticals if I didn't have to. Plus, you have to toss the milk with pharmaceuticals. Herb treatment of parasites, you generally do not have to. Land of Havana is what I am using. I just top dress their feed with the powder according to their weight and current parasite load and use it for maintenance. It is amazing. I get to keep the milk. I don't have to toss it. I'm not giving them any weird big pharma stuff, which I'm not a fan of already. So, but that is totally up to you. Whatever you want to do, I'm for it. So just consider this. You need to manage their parasites. And it is kind of funny. So I know another person locally who got goats in the last year and I was talking to him. I'm like, oh yeah, like parasites, what are you doing for those? And they were like, uh, what? <laughs> so this is why it's important to do research and know what you're up for before you get goats so you can have everything ready. If a goat comes and you need to treat him for parasites, you have what you need. So, are goats social? Aside from understanding goat diet and goat parasites, one important consideration when owning goats is understanding their social nature. Goats are herd animals and thrive in the company of other goats. It's recommended to have at least two goats to provide companionship for each other. They also appreciate human interaction and can develop strong bonds with you if given proper attention and care or animal crackers like I like to give my goats sometimes. I heard that a single goat is a loud goat 
They will cry because they are lonely. Be careful though. You may start off with two goats then end up with a bunch like me because they are so fun. If you want to have dairy goats for milk, you then need to have a plan to breed the goats. I mean, if you want a sustainable herd for meat or fiber too, you will want to figure out how to breed your goats, whether that's by artificial insemination, owning a buck or renting a buck. Figure out that system before getting your goats so then you don't have to deal with the hassle later. Another fascinating aspect of goats is their reproductive cycle. Female goats, called does, can reach sexual maturity as early as four months, while males, known as bucks, become sexually mature around six months old. It's important to understand the breeding process if you're considering raising goats for breeding purposes. Consult with experienced breeders 100% in your area to learn what others are doing. It has been a game changer for me to consult with others. And originally I wasn't going to get a buck, but I have decided to because I consulted with other breeders in the area. So my Nigerian dwarf goats go into heat every 21 to 28 days, which is nice because then I can really plan out my milking schedule for the year. I don't want to milk during the winter, so I will plan to breed them in November for summer babies. And other breeds of goats have different times they come into heat. So research your breed when they come into heat and decide what is right for you and your homestead. What are your needs? When it comes to selecting the right breed of goats, it is crucial to consider your goals and the intended purpose of your goats. Different breeds have different traits and characteristics. Some are better suited for meat production while others excel in milk production or fiber quality. So if you want milk, it wouldn't make sense to get a fiber goat. I mean, for me it wouldn't, but maybe for you it would. I don't know. So research various goat breeds and choose the one that aligns with your specific needs and resources. I want to have goats for milk, so I landed on Nigerian dwarfs because they have the highest percent of butter fat in their milk, and I am all about that fat. They won't produce as much milk as other breeds because they are smaller goats, but their milk tastes so delicious, and I actually love how small the goats are. I don't think I will ever want normal-sized goats. I say that now, but I just love their size. So you can see it is definitely a personal preference. Whenever you're listening to somebody talk about their goats, just take it with a grain of salt and know that you need to figure out what is good for you. So now let's address the common myths and misconceptions about goats. One of the most prevalent misconceptions is that goats eat everything. While goats are excellent foragers and have a varied diet, it's essential to provide them with a balanced and appropriate diet. They should not be allowed to eat toxic plants or consume excessive amounts of certain foods. It's crucial to research and provide them with a safe nutritious diet. So look your area, see what they need, what other people are feeding them. I've been out to watch my goats eat and they definitely pick and choose what they want to eat. They don't just put their heads down to the grass like sheep or cows. And another misconception is that goats are escape artists. While goats are known for their climbing abilities, they can be trained to respect fences and boundaries, okay? So they can definitely learn providing a secure fence with the appropriate height and material 
can prevent most escape attempts. Additionally, spending quality time with your goats, providing mental stimulation and enrichment can help reduce their desire to escape because they're entertained in their area and they don't really care for what else is out there. I haven't had any issues with my goats escaping and I just have T-posts and some field fencing. T-posts and hog paneling will also work well to keep them enclosed. I think the stories that I've heard of people hating goats resulted from them not having good fencing. I'm sure they would be a huge pain if they were constantly getting out. And now that I'm thinking about it, there was one time they got out, but that was because I opened up the gate to bring in water and they just slipped out really quickly. And they stayed in the area. I was able to get two in and the baby but the mama who was in milk, she had actually, her collar had just fallen off. So she was a little more hard, but my puppy came around the corner or my dog and that kind of spooked her and she went running back into her safe area. And I'll be honest, I'm actually going to experience with experiment with free ranging my goats. Man, this may sound crazy, but I was looking around and there's so much forage around where their shelter is outside of their run. And so I'm like, I wonder if I could just free range them. Like how far will they go? And you know what? Why not just give it a chance? You know what? I'll do it so you don't have to free range your goats and I will tell you how it went just from that little time when they got out. I don't know how it'll go, but they just love to eat and there's so much for them to eat around there. So I feel like they would be occupied, but I don't know. And another thing that just came to my mind when talking about artificial insemination or owning a bug, I think I briefly mentioned I am getting a buck. Originally, I was not going to because they can stink up the place. So what they do is they will pee on themselves to make themselves more attractive to the does for whatever reason, it's the animal kingdom. But I did not wanna deal with a buck, but my other options were artificial insemination, which can be hit or miss, it can work, it cannot. But you can also be able to choose the specific characteristics and top breeding for AI. So you could get, if there is like a world renowned buck across the world or something, you could get his seed for artificial insemination for your goats. And I personally didn't wanna deal with artificial insemination. You can learn how to do it yourself, but I did not want to. My other option was to rent a buck where I pay somebody else to let me borrow their buck and it comes onto my property or kind of the opposite where I would load up my does, take them to their property and leave them with the buck for a day or a week or so when they are in heat. But the big downside of that is disease because if their herd is not tested for certain diseases, it could spread. There's specifically one disease that I have heard about from local goat owners is yonis. And that stays in the soil for up to four years and you have to do a whole protocol of wearing only certain shoes out there and clothes and changing and not wearing the same thing and and I just did not want to even deal or risk bringing something onto my property or taking my girls somewhere where it could be. Maybe the chance is low, but I just didn't want to deal with that either because if it comes on, it's not going to go away for a long time. So I decided the best option for me is to get my own buck. And then with that, the buck cannot be alone. So I'm not going to have him with my girls all the time. You don't want to do that because then they'll become smelly. It'll disrupt the herd. 
but you don't want him to be alone because like we discussed, they're herd animals. So I'm getting a weather, which is a castrated male. And here I am with all of these goats. But I feel like that is what is best for me. Again, decide what is best for you. And lastly, owning goats requires dedication. As you can see, time and effort. They are not low maintenance animals and need daily care and attention, but they are easy. Okay, so they're not low maintenance, but they are easy if that makes sense. They rely on their owners for food, water, shelter, and healthcare. So before deciding to own goats, make sure you have the necessary resources, knowledge, and commitment to provide them with a good quality life. I would like to say that they are a breath of fresh air and a walk in the park compared to my dairy cow that I had last year. And I just had one dairy cow and now I have four goats. Cows are ginormous, whereas goats are a fraction of the size. So you know what that means? You can keep them in a smaller area. It's more contained. And when they are up on the stanchion and you're milking them and they use the restroom, they go poo. It's way easier to clean up than a cow. So when Moo last year would be on the stanchion and she would go to the bathroom, she would poo and go pee on the stanchion and it was a mess. I would literally have to get out a shop room clean up the whole place. It was a disaster. Whereas goats, in my experience, do not pee on the stanchion. They will sometimes go poo on the stanchion, but it's little pellets. It's easy to clean. You just take a brush or whatever, brush it off, and you can go back to milking. Obviously, you clean in between, but oh, my, it is such a breath of fresh air. Again, I attribute to loving my goats so much to having solid fencing. So make sure to invest in that. And that concludes our episode on the basics of goats and what you need to know about owning goats. I just went through this. I hope this episode has shed light on the wonderful world of goats and inspired you to learn more about these incredible animals that I am loving so much. If you are considering goat ownership, I just remember to research plan and prepare adequately so then you can love them as much as I do. I appreciate you spending your time here and I hope to see you next time. Bye!